Hello, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. This is Danielle Elinus, and I'm here to bring you an insight of the day. It's good to be with you again. I hope that you're doing well today and that this time uh, with Yahweh encourages you. I want you to know that Yahweh is doing something in your life with you right in this moment. And I just want us to take a moment to turn our attention toward him before I start sharing and acknowledge that he is, that he exists in your life, that his presence surrounds you. It's his presence is in you and his presence is living through you. So just take a moment to turn toward his presence in your life to acknowledge that even though you may not feel his presence, even though you may not see his presence, he is with you. And you can trust that he is doing something in your life and that it's for your good. His plans for you, his heart for you is good. So acknowledge that, receive that. Let's give thanks for that right now. Yahweh, we honor you. We thank you for your presence, Yahweh. We thank you for what you're doing right now. We're grateful for what you've done. But we look right now at what you're doing and we ask that our eyes would be opened, that we would be attentive and turned toward the things that you're doing in this moment. We're so grateful, God, for what you're doing. And we rest in knowing that what you're doing is good, whether or not we understand it, whether or not we perceive it, whether or not we can feel it or see it, that what you are doing is good, that you are good. And we are so, so grateful. We exalt what you're doing above all things that surround us about the things that we have knowledge of in on this earth, the things that we have understanding of on this earth, the things that are happening in our lives right now, our circumstances and our family, the way that we feel. We exalt you. We exalt who you are who you are in us, who you are around us, and who you are on this earth, who you are in our sickness, who you are in our health, who you are in every situation that we know and we have understanding of. We thank you that you are there, Jehovah Shammah. You are there. You are here. And we honor and thank you and exalt you above all things.
Ah, just take a deep breath and breathe that in. Breathe in the goodness of Yahweh. Recently, I've been in corporate uh, meetings and corporate worship spaces, and some have just been incredibly um, honoring of the Lord, um, full of reverence for his presence and who he is and what he's doing. And then some of those meetings and things have, I believe, been more focused on the people and um, trying to figure out maybe what he's going to be doing. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hear a lot of talk about that God is doing a new thing or he's going to do a new thing. And, I, and I've heard that over and over. I've heard it um, in churches. I've heard it in meetings. I've heard it um, with people who proclaim to be prophetic. And honestly, if I don't ever hear that again from anybody, I would be perfectly fine. I really don't want to hear that God is doing a new thing. He's going to do a new thing. I believe that God is doing something right now. And just like when we were giving him thanks for what he's doing, I believe that even if we don't understand what he's doing, that doesn't mean he's not doing something in this moment that is incredibly valuable, incredibly powerful, incredibly good, sovereign, with full, with wisdom, walking with wisdom. Just because we may not be able to grasp it in this moment, it doesn't mean that he's not moving. And I have to say, it is so challenging for me to hear about there's going to be a revival or there's going to be a move of God because I believe that there is a move of God in all of our hearts right now, that God, that Yahweh is just moving in and through the earth. And the reason why we are missing it or the church is missing it or the prophets are missing it is because they're always looking for the new thing. They're always, um, I believe that we tend to think when God moves that it's got to be some massive outpouring of the Spirit and like uh, the um, revivals of the past that we've heard about. And yes, God was moving in those places but it does not take away from the fact that he is moving right here and right now. And so I'm sitting on my couch in, in my living room recording this podcast, fully aware that what he's doing in this moment on the earth is incredibly powerful and valuable. And it's just as important that I seek 
this. It's actually more important that I seek what he's doing in this moment rather than looking to what he's going to do. Because I believe when we are constantly looking at what he's going to do, we miss what he is actually doing. And so I've, it, I mean, it just comes out in, in, in so many ways. Um, even through worship, we come together to, to supposedly worship the Lord. And I hear so many quote unquote worship songs that are more about the singer, the person singing the song than actually about the Lord and bringing him honor and adoration and reverence. So I'm going to just read some words of a worship song. This is supposedly a worship song. When I fear my faith will fail, Christ will hold me fast. When the tempter would prevail, he will hold me fast. I could never keep my hold through life's fearful path for my love is often cold. He must hold me fast. Now I know, okay, that's probably, maybe it's that song has ministered to you. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm not saying it's not powerful. I'm saying that it's not really a worship song. A worship, a worship song is sung from the heart to Yahweh, to Him, to worship Him, to exalt Him, to lift Him up. It it's not about us. Um, there's an awesome song. There are so many awesome songs that I have you know, been edified by and even brought me closer to the Lord. But I have to say, I wouldn't consider those worship songs. Worship songs are songs that we release from our heart to exalt Yahweh. It's for the sole pure purpose of lifting him up. And we should not during worship be praying through songs and begging for him to touch us and begging for the Holy Spirit to come and do something. Um, you know, spirit break out, break my walls down, like do something, God. There's so many quote unquote worship songs that are asking the Lord to do stuff. It's like, that's not a worship song. A worship song is the motivation behind it is to lift him up, to adore him, to revere him, and to honor him alone. It's like, <laughs> here's an example of when we sing songs and we, we say they're worship songs, but they're really about us needing something or wanting something or about what he does for us. It's like when somebody tells a story, right? And they have like this really amazing thing that's happened to them. Like a complete crazy award that they received unexpectedly from their their office. They 
they got promoted and they won an award, employee of the year, all of these things. And they're, they're talking about it and they're saying something about this. And, and the people around this person, you would hope would want to congratulate them and encourage them and honor them for this achievement. And oftentimes there are those people who say, oh yeah, I got an award too one time. And this is, and my boss did this for me and I got this. It's like, it's bro, it's not about you. Okay. It's about this person who in this moment right now is, has done something great and been recognized for it. So let's focus on, on them or (laughs) on Facebook. Okay. So now I'm getting into some of my pet peeves. Okay. So on Facebook, um, you may, you might put a post up of a picture that, you know, you're on vacation and you're at this castle and I don't know, Neuschwanstein in Germany or whatever. And, (laughs) and then, you you know, people are like, there's those people are like, oh, that's so awesome that you're there. Wow. Wow. wow." Some people might say, oh, I've been there. Great. Hope you're having a great time. That's all good. But then you have the person who says, oh, I've been there five times. And you know where, you know where else I've been? I've been to five other castles. (laughs) It's like, okay, great. You're using this platform right now to to uplift yourself. And and that's not the purpose of it. So anyway, um, like that's a little far-fetched from what I'm trying to get across here. But what I'm saying is, I think so often, you know, we may enter a space in our hearts to worship the Lord and perhaps start out with a pure motivation to lift him up and exalt him. And and I really do believe that even the people that are behind these songs that um, are about us and about what we need and the healing we need and the breakthrough we need. And I believe that at the heart, there's a pure motivation to begin with, but it turns very, very quickly into um, a, a, instead of an adoration and an honor for Yahweh, um, a petition for him to do more. It's like saying you're not doing enough, God, and you're so good that I need you to do this. I need you to show up. I need you to break out right now. That in this moment, as we're worshiping you, God, would you do something? Would you quote unquote show up? All this stuff. And that that's not giving thanks. That's not being reverent to the creator of the universe who everywhere around us is manifesting new life and his ways and his presence, and he is accessible. And when we come into worship and we start asking him for more, we are as spoiled children. That is not worship. It is not acknowledging who he is and what he has done for us and giving him thanks and being grateful. It is just 
not acknowledging any of what he's already done and what he's doing, but always wanting more. I just believe that he deserves <laughs> our whole hearts and our whole lives and a pure um, focus and adoration of him during worship. That worship needs to be all about him. That when we are, are in a service or a meeting, that we need to practice recognizing that he is doing something. When you're sitting on your couch, you know, we are not to be in want. We are to be grateful for what he's doing and to engage with what he's doing in this moment. Stop looking for more. Stop being that spoiled child who always wants more. But step into sonship. Step into knowing who Yahweh is as your father, knowing that you are the, his, he has given you inheritance, all of everything, and be grateful for it. Honor him, exalt him with your whole heart and seek him and look for him. And find him in this moment. He is doing amazing things in your life. Bless you today.